Hey, welcome to One More Thing. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're the teaching staff of First Church. We like to get together, rehash the weekend, talk about some good things that we uh, may have gone over, some things that might have uh, not quite made it in the sermon, things we thought of later, just any number of things, and just a few things that had nothing to do with Sunday either, or the weekend. So, speaking of that, how's how's things going, Jake? That's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. Hi, everybody. And Jake, uh, we don't have, we have Pastor Jaime with us, but mm-hmm. Pastor Chris is it, not here. No. Mm. I, I, he's, we miss him. He was exposed to COVID, had a mm-hmm. pretty significant. Yeah, I told him stop licking the doorknobs when you go to <laughs> no. the hospital to visit people. Right. But he just, he will not listen. That's so a little weird. It's <laughs> a little weird. Uh, ah, yeah. spiritual babe he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, uh, we've been in a series. We started a series. Oh, we started a series. Thank you. Oh. We haven't been in it. Yes, that's true. We've been in it very briefly one week. That's right. Man, what summer a school. baby he is. Summer school. Summer school. Yeah. Two words that should never go together. Summer <laughs> and school. That did, it would be an oxymoron, you're saying? Kind of. Yes. Yeah. Did, uh, did either of you ever have to do summer school? I went... Seventh grade. I didn't have to. I went. I think I lasted about three days. I was like, this is the most awful, horrific thing because ever. Because tell and tell them where it is, just in case they don't know where you grew up. So I yeah, I grew up in Los Angeles. So, so it's like summer. You just like don't want to be and, yeah, yeah. Just to walk to school. I I yeah. And that was back, it was, was that awful. Was, that was back before air conditioning too. That's right. Like this is I'm talking about like <laughs> nineteen ninety. I went to summer school and I lasted about a week and I, it was my friend was in summer school. I'm like, man, you're on your own, brother. I'm sorry. I mean, you're my you're my friend, but I don't like you that yeah, much. Yeah, and it, I don't know why, but when I figured it out when I got there that your class wasn't an hour because it's all jammed into six weeks. It was a four-hour and just sweltering hot box of a class. Yeah, and, what, and how old were you? Oh, I was like 13, 12, 13 oh, years yeah. old. I was like, yeah, I'm just... Yeah. How about you, Jake? You Nothing cool about show? it. No, it yeah. sounds, sounds oh. horrible. I I did. I did, did have to do summer school. Um, had to do. Yeah, had to. Oh, well, that sounds like a story. Oh, it was it was bad. <laughs> so freshman year of, of high school, this was in Oklahoma. Um, I and it can get legit hot there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, w- it was our, it was a new school, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like so you had air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't fun. Um, but I I did I got a big fat F. I flunked freshman English because I just was lazy. You didn't do the work. I didn't do the work. And so that happened once and it didn't happen again. Oh, yeah. Um, So, no, it wasn't a a great experience. Nobody was happy about it. Nope. (laughs) Nobody Nobody wanted to be there. Nobody was happy about it. No, no. Yeah. um, But live and learn. Yeah. I I didn't flunk English or any other class again. So Good for you. Yeah. 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 I never went, never had a chance. Never it, In my school, it was you either had too many absences, so you had to go, or you had failed something, so you had to go. You didn't. There was no choice. Like, right. It sounds like you, like, hey, this might be cool. My friends are going. Yeah, a friend of mine's going. Why don't I go? It was Why awful. not? It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun, they said. And then. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't was, so much. It wasn't so fun. But yeah. anyway, but. With, with, but why? So why are we doing summer school? Because 
Summer school is not, you know, it's in Christianity is a lot the same way, right? Our, our faith is that way. Sometimes we, we don't pass certain tests. Sometimes mm-hmm. we, we are, um, we have too many absences. We call it what you want, but, but, uh, or maybe we need to relearn some things. Yeah. And so that's, that's really the essence of the. We failed. You failed schools. freshman English. Sometimes we fail certain aspects of the sure. faith. We or, may be okay in, like, it sounds like maybe you did good in math or whatever. But. Yeah, attendance, homework, <laughs> those kinds of things. But in reality, we just need to relearn things. And I mean, that's what happened in summer school. Yeah. Some kids went to go relearn things. Um, or maybe they knew them. They just didn't apply themselves. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's really what this is about. This is about relearning uh, some things and, and or maybe just applying some of the things that we've learned. But just haven't gotten made that transition to where we're actually living them out. And that's why... That's that's the really the heart of the series. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And we uh, we're using uh, Hebrews chapter five. So let's talk about that because it's just it's really an interesting I think passage. It's like he's going along, and we don't know for sure who exactly wrote it. Probably Paul. May not have been Paul. Doesn't sure. really matter a whole lot. But he's it's like he's he's just really getting into this deep theological discussion. And he's like, oh, hold up. Is he thinks about who he's writing to? <laughs> it's like you guys aren't paying attention. You you guys probably as you're reading this, you're probably now. I'm losing you guys. You, yeah, I'm, I'm going so deep into this thing, and I'm yeah. losing you. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you can just see his frustration. I think it's 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 an interesting five or six verses, whatever it was that that are just splat in the middle of this. In, like you know, read what's before, read what's after, and it's it's talking about the priesthood of Jesus, and it's he's going. I mean, it's it's really rich and deep, and in the middle of it, he's he's excited about it. You can just he's probably writing as fast as his hand will take him right. in one of those moments, and and then he's like David and Jaime. Oh, let me think about this. They are not. Two. <laughs> they are not tracking along. I know they're not as excited about this at all. And and it's almost like they like, are dull in their hearing, right? The, the thoughts of, it's almost like he thought about not even putting those verses in. And then later on he said, no, actually I'm, I'm putting them in. Probably huh. losing you. You guys don't really even listen anyway. You're little babies. We need to start you right back at yeah. first grade. We're you sending be, you to summer you should school. Be, we're sending you to summer school. You should be eating some steak and you're right. still and, sucking on the bottle. And so, you know, it's, it's really this kind of assessment, um, made of of the church of the hebrew church of the of the jewish christians more than likely in jerusalem and i think what's really interesting about it is is he talks about maturity and spiritual babies and and growing up right and and in a way it's it was a it was a way of telling them to hurry up and grow up yeah grow up so we were talking earlier too before we kind of started just about maturity and one of the things uh you mentioned time was something that just the talking about, well, how do you know? How do you so know you're you, mature? How would you know? How do you know? Jake, you look like you were about to say something. I was ah. not. I was like, <laughs> like in my mind thinking, please don't come to me because I don't have an answer right now. No, I, I, so in, in the passage, and I want to say it's like verses 12 and 13 of chapter 5 of Hebrews, he talks about mature. a mature believer has discernment, and yeah. the discernment is developed through Constant. practice. Practice. Constant, yeah. Right. So there are Constant some really, practice. really good words there. But but more than anything, um, 
I, I was I was telling David that there was a little uh, there was someone sitting in the second row at church on Sunday, and this person had a had a baby, like a, a three month old, four month old child, and and it hit me in that moment that a baby, babies just grab whatever's in front of them, and put it in their mouth, and that's the way they they figure out whether something's good or something's bad, right? And I think a lot of us are like that as well in our in our faith in our walk with Christ and and. We, we test things out, maybe not the best of ways, you know, sticking, but, but, a, but a mature believer uh, uses discernment. You, the wisdom that's found in scripture, you, a wise person uh, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't have to proceed that way and make those mistakes over and over. And so, and there's a practice that goes into it. So how do I know if I'm mature? I would ask you, what's your diet like? Mm, um, how often are you eating? Uh, what are you feeding on? All of those things will determine your health and your growth. If you eat once, you know, I said this yesterday at church, if all the scripture you read is on the screen behind me once a week, you're probably going to suffer from some malnourishment spiritually. I don't know that you could grow eating one meal a week. I don't care how good it is. It could be a feast. Eating once a week, you're probably going to end up in summer school or the ER. I don't know. One of the two. And there's probably, you know, obviously two parts to it there's the internal that's really hard to see so you're evaluating that and you're like evaluating someone else and you might see some things and say oh they are a mature person because blank and you can fill in whatever the blank is i, I often think and we mentioned this the fruit of the spirit is, is that do we see that in someone's life mm. and you see all of them not there's not deficiencies in <laughs> one like they have no joy they've got these other things but there's no joy well there's something missing there Uh, or they have no self-control they've got these other things or super happy and joyful but they have no self-control in their life so i think that that would be a way for others to evaluate us but yeah the internal matters too i i I mentioned a quote that you know it's it's not who we that that it's 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 a lot of, about who we're not what we do that really matters, but it's who are we becoming. So what's going on inside of us? Not just what I do, but who am I becoming? Right. So. I think I think it was really important yesterday to mention. Um. So so I I said, listen, I, I please. I'm, I don't say this to offend any of you, but some of you are spiritual babes. Some of you are spiritual babies, and. It's different reasons for it. Some of you just came to Christ this month or right. you just you just began, made that decision. So naturally, you're a baby. You were just born again, right? And when you're born again, you're a baby. Um, that's part of the maturing process as a Christian. So you're right where you should be. And so you need milk and, and, and you know, and you'll mature. But some of us are spiritual babies and we've been here for years. Yeah, babies do, or people that, <clears throat> it's not cute anymore when an adult does what, babies do yeah. yeah and yeah you've been here for years and you're you still, still walking around sticking stuff in your mouth so what <laughs> yeah so what would be the equivalent what would be the spiritual equivalent of somebody that really should be more should be more mature but is doing babe like things drinking milk when they ought to be on solid food what would be an example of that in the christian faith something that they're doing childlike things they're they haven't advanced past this point what would be an example that we might throw out so people can think about i think one let me give you an example then you guys would love to hear from both of you so for me uh the example would be uh that i see often is in suffering 
the lesson of suffering that that has to be relearned. Somebody that's been in the faith for you know years and years and years, and they're doing great until something happens. And the moment something bad happens, the moment that the doctor visit, the moment that there's a financial issue, the moment there's something going on with their kids, the moment whatever, it's like then their faith just takes this nosedive because they haven't learned the the really is this uh, what I think should be a really basic and you know it's hard I, I know it's hard I'm not saying it's not hard when the, the difficulties come but to be confused by it is I think the the thing that I that I think that sometimes we might struggle with to be confused that what the scripture tells us that in this world you'll have trouble that don't be and I love this one that makes it super simple puts the cookies on the bomb shelf. Don't be surprised at the painful trial that you are suffering as though something strange is happening to you. <laughs> right. I mean, so, yeah, it's tough, and yeah, it's difficult. But to think, what? I didn't see this coming. I thought that if I'm a follower of Jesus, that everything always right. works out great. Uh, if God loves me, why is this happening? And, and then they'll eventually get it, and they'll eventually. And so that's, to me, like a, sure, you know, that's a great, that's a really pooping good your, example. Open your diaper when you're, your, your pants when you're in, you know. I, I think that's yeah. a great example. And, and, and I, I mentioned, I, I want to add a little bit to what I said. So how do I know I'm mature? Well, what am I feeding on? Or how often am I eating? What's my diet like? But then there's, can I feed myself? So there's what yeah. my diet is, but can I feed myself? And a baby, a baby on milk, like has to be fed, right? Until they begin to get to maturity. But a mature a grown person can prepare their meal. They don't, they don't wait for the pastor to serve a meal mm. on Sunday. They, they prepare a meal and they're able to use and, and feed themselves. And so that's also a mark of maturity, I feel like. Are you able to get into the yeah. word of God and, and, and can, you, you know, can you feed yourself on a regular basis? That's really important. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we've all heard, had those people that they might come from another church they come and the, the thing they say well you know i wasn't i just wasn't getting fed mm. or or you have that assessment that they sit in your office and they say well we're going to x y or z church because you know we just feel like we aren't getting fed here like um i'm, I'm not yeah like <laughs> that may be a little bit more about you than yeah i would interrogate that statement a little yeah, bit there's, i'd there's, be like there's more tell to me that. about that yeah, yeah. Tell me what, what you mean by that. Because we, we have to be growing and maturing. And is the word being preached? Is, I mean, you, if, yeah. Right. And, but. and honestly, look, as, as a pastor, like I love, one of the things I love about church is going and being fed. I, yeah. I love that part. Don't get me wrong. But as a pastor, I don't get to really take in too many sermons mm -hmm. anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have to feed myself. Yes. I, have yeah. to, I have to eat myself. Once in a, listen, I love when I can go and we have someone else mm -hmm. and David's there or whatever, and I get to just sit down and watch. And, yeah. and, and thank goodness for technology. I can go home and watch a sermon or, or whatnot. But, but um, I, I can't just depend on the pastor to feed me all the time. Um, I have to... I have a sign of maturity is when I can then learn to feed myself um, because you don't just eat Sunday. That's what I would say to that person. So you're not being fed on Sunday. Let's talk about your right. diet Monday to yeah, Saturday. If you're not growing. Right. I'm not growing in my faith. So I need, well, what's, what's your yeah. diet look like Monday to Saturday? Well, what do you mean? Yeah. Well then, okay. Yeah. That that's, that's kind of part of the formula here. And so those are signs of maturity. Are you, 
are you making the same mistakes? Are you, are you, um, are you have, you know, where's your discernment level? Those types of things, those are all uh, markers of maturity. Any tips that you guys would have? Well, all right. You were, Remind yeah. me of the question. Yeah. You, you asked the question. So the question is, so as we think about babes versus somebody that's mature, What's, what would be some, you know, those remedial things that you might need to go to summer school because you are not, you, you're still doing babe-like things, even though you ought to have matured past that? Mm-hmm. Are there other examples? So I was using the example of suffering yeah. as something that we sometimes forget. That less right. Okay. So one. Um, along those lines. So if, you, if we're talking, I'm going to use my summer school example. Yeah. Okay. I didn't flunk out of English because I didn't know the material. Oh, yeah. I knew I knew what needed to happen. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't didn't lazy apply it. about That's it. good. That's good. Or so a yeah. sign of of maturity or lack of maturity for me um even now in my own life. I know that troubles are coming. I know stress and anxiety are going to creep in. Yeah. Uh when I least expect it, right? Yeah. But what are the things that I can be doing so that when those things come, it's like, okay, God, you've got me. I know this. Like, I know the things that mm-hmm. I can do to deal with this. I mm-hmm. know that I need to, uh, that I need to spend time daily with you in the word time, just being with you in your spirit and my spirit communing together, worshiping together, all of those things on my own. I, if I don't do those things, Stress and anxiety will absolutely get yeah, the best of lunch. me. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, it's a, that's that's a great that's, thing. That's, that's good. That's a great example. So little kids, little kids, when, when they finally can do something for themselves, they, no, no, I, I can do this. And there's, they start to apply. They start to do. Application. Application. So, so yeah, I think James one twenty two is a great way to know where I'm at in my maturity as a believer. Am I a hearer or am I a doer? Mm-hmm. Um, and what the, where they say that a lot of times we're educated far beyond our level of obedience. Yeah. <laughs> obedience is a mark of maturity. Yeah. Um, that's where growth happens. It happens when I obey. You know, you, you made a point yesterday about um, we off, physical growth is tied to time, right? As, yeah. as a child as you grows, get older, they, you grow. You grow, you grow. But, but spiritual maturity is tied to obedience. Yeah. Um, that's you want to grow? Walk in obedience to Christ. Mm-hmm. You will grow. You yeah. will grow, and and I talked a little bit just as a church, and I'll and I promise I'll stop after this. But I think about you know out at Heights, it's really exciting. Church is growing, and, and it's like a puddle or a pond. It's growing this way. It's growing wider, but but the blessings that God has for your life are at the in the deeper. They're at the bottom of the pond. You got to go get them, and to grow deeper, you have to walk in obedience, and you have to grow in your mm-hmm. faith. And so um, maturity is really important for us. So. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things that this passage you referred to it, it says, um, solid food is for the mature. And they, oh, it's, it's, and this is verse 14, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. And then it's like the author defines that for them. Uh, but solid food is for the mature, for those, and then define mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. And that's something that I think a mature you know, a pure believer that we have got to the point where we can look at our world and, and be able to discern through constant practice, distinguish good and evil. And we, some, but we sometimes struggle with that when we don't apply God's word to our world. Um, one of the things that, and I wanted to talk about that. I see your shirt 
is Juneteenth. Mm. And I think that it's, it's a good example. So, so I'll talk about this a little bit. Um, I know that, you know, I've, cause I've just heard just in casual conversations, just some people that have some angst with, you know, why are we, why are we talking about that? Why are we celebrating that? Why are we, why are we, you know, that's, and once, and then kind of throwing convoluting, you know, other things and critical race theory and blah, 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 you know, whatever. And so, um, Juneteenth, why would we, you know, let's, let's talk about that. And so we, is it good, evil? What's the, so we just, we discern through constant practice, what's good and evil. We have figured that out. And what is, what do we use to discern the word? That's my filter. Should this be. is the filter. Should, Should be the be. filter. Not, right. not our culture, not what some other person that wants to tell me what I should believe all the time. Instead of engaging my own brain based on God's word, listening to the spirit, praying for stuff, praying over stuff and about things. And being teachable. And being, yes, humble enough that's to be humility. teachable. Sure. Yeah, that's all good. So I think it goes back. Let's just remind everybody what that is. And let's just, then we're going to apply God's word to it. Okay, so what's Juneteenth? So it is a national holiday now. I think it was actually unanimously voted on by both um, the House and, and the Senate, um, unanimously decided to recognize it as a national holiday. It is a celebration. It's the newest. Yes, newest it's holiday. a celebration of freedom. So in a country, in our country, we value, that's one of our values. It's something that we big on. So this is a celebration of freedom. Um, and the historical, uh, I, I and please feel free to jump in. But the historical event that's being um, celebrated is something that occurred on June 19th of 1865, kind of on the heels of the Emancipation Proclamation. On June 19th, 1865, the short of it is uh, slavery was, was no longer existed in every state across the Union. Finally. Finally. is. Emancipation Proclamation had, t- had taken place two years earlier. Sure. But, you know, we didn't have all the technology. The news didn't get everywhere. Right. And the border states of the Union, uh, the, 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 so the, the states that has, had seceded in the, during the Civil War, they, slavery had been outlawed. Sure. And so that was the, with the Emancipation Proclamation. But, like, Texas, for instance, didn't get the memo. And so there was still slavery. And it was 1865, two years later. And so finally, June 19th, 1865, it's official. All the states at the time. Now, the last everybody will be free. We're freed. Finally. And there still was obviously work to have been done after that. But that, that is a date that, that our nation can look back and say, that's the time. This, right. is, this is a day. Um, to, and we remember that and we celebrate that. We, we celebrate freedom um, and I loved what you said earlier. I didn't even think about that. But the 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 Jewish people, Scripture, there's a there there are days that they celebrate their their freedom from slavery out of Egypt. Yes, to this and they day have, they have holidays to celebrate that. And so it's a very biblical thing to celebrate freedom. We are free in Christ to celebrate that. And so that's what this day is about: to celebrate freedom, to and have. S- yeah. Well, and 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 look, we've got Fourth of July coming up. So don't we celebrate freedom that day? Actually, we celebrate our independence that day. So um, there, that's the inception, the birth of our country. But not everyone was free on that day. Not yet. And so I think Juneteenth is kind of a marker of living out one of our ideals. 
uh, when, when our country was founded, when our country was born. And so um, we celebrate both. Yeah. I, I think they're, they're very much intertwined. Yeah. Um, and what scripture, and so to go to scripture, scripture tells us that we should rejoice with those who rejoice, to mourn with those who mourn. And so for us to be mature enough to take a step back and to see, you know, a, a group of uh, people, brothers and sisters in Christ in that are part of the family. That's right. And they uh, are, you know, June 19th, Juneteenth is this time that they are celebrating freedom and that we join into that and we're mature enough to, to step into that space. And again, mourn with those who mourn, to have joy with those who are, are uh, experiencing joy. That's what we're doing, to be mature enough to do that, not not immature and just sitting around, you know, breaking things apart and finding reasons right. to be upset with stuff. Juneteenth. Just take a deep breath, chillax, and let's just and enjoy uh, that, that, that there's some people in our world that are in our nation that this is a good thing. For, and, and so let's do that together. Let's, freedom shouldn't be hard to celebrate. I think, yeah, we, again, yeah. it's one of our values. Yeah. It's it's yeah. something that... Um, as old as as old as time, as old as scripture, right? The freedom of of uh, of Hebrew slaves from Egypt was something that to this day is celebrated. I think that celebration lasts like a several days. It's not yeah. it's not a small yeah. deal. It's a big deal, and it should yeah. be so. So it's kind of a it's yeah. A, it's it's kind of a biblical thing, a Jesus thing to 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 celebrate. You know, like yeah. like yeah. And so I and I would just again think about maturity. I think that, you know, we've, we're a society that just is right now just so grouchy about everything and to be mature enough to just, again, take a deep breath and, yeah. and to celebrate. It was um, a long time coming, really. Yeah. 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 So, so there's a, so that's a good, I think a good application of what we're, of what we're talking about uh, today and good summer school moment. Speaking of school. School. A, we're having a vacation Bible, Bible school. school. See, that's the yeah. only school that I liked as a kid <laughs> in the summer. Yeah. That was always awesome. Yeah. Um, VBS was VBS in camp when I was a kid. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing I wanted to do in the summer. And it's Christmas that. in July. <laughs> so it's just a few weeks away. You need to sign up your kids. We, we get, we have spots for, uh, workers, helpers. I'm mad at my church where I grew up. Christmas in July. Would it have killed you? <laughs> I can't believe we didn't think of that. It was like some other theme or yeah. Christmas in July would have been amazing. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of plans <laughs> taking place. So encourage you to help out. We, we do out. VBS up right here. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So make sure you go on. You got it. Limited spaces. Um, yeah, there's, and there's always a massive turnout. So get your kids signed up. And if you just want to volunteer um, and help us do that, it's a massive undertaking. And we can, this is another one of those all hands on deck kind of events yeah. for the church. So I don't care if you're at Heights. I don't care if you're at Stevensville. Uh, this is a great opportunity for us to come together and do stuff. And if you remember when we do something, when we come together, we do a lot more. It's amazing what we can do together. And VBS is one of those things. Jake, you're always really good at helping us know how to get signed up or whatever. What would be the place? Myfirstchurch.com. Yes. Is there some forward slash? I think it's probably forward slash VBS. But, but you I can have just to go on yeah. myfirstchurch.com. Yeah, it'll be on the front drop page. Drop down menu. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. The other thing that is really exciting, I think we're going to put this out on social media. You made a wonder, Jake made a wonderful video that highlighted our last year's baptism. 
And so yeah, man, that, that was a media. hit. I so we it. watched that. If you were with us this weekend, if not, you can go online and check it out. Mm-hmm. But so baptism, July the 31st. 31st. Yeah. At Gene Clock They Park. said in unison. Yeah, that's right. So if you're a follower of Christ, but have never been baptized, uh, and I would even add, maybe you were baptized as an infant, but I think there's something really, really super impactful. Talking about obedience, because Jesus told us to be baptized. He modeled in himself. And as an adult to make that, or a, or a young person, to make that decision when you really understand what right. it means to follow Jesus and you're making that decision to follow Jesus, that, you know, do it. So my question would be, why have you not, if you're a follower of Jesus, been baptized? Come join us. Yes, yep. so baptism, VBS, and oh yeah, hey, one more thing, one more thing, and I promise we're done. Hey, look at that. You, you want to know, I, it just hit me, you want to know another sign of spiritual maturity? Oh no. Is gray hair <laughs> just just gray hair you just have to have if if your head looks like a q-tip you are spiritually mature and clearly jake and i are not but but pastor culp yeah our fearless leader is yeah. a lot of maturity up there brother just, yes <laughs> it uh yeah you wear it well brother it Thank looks you. good on him it looks good on him. silver fox yeah the silver fox I feel like it's going to happen to me every any day because my dad's <laughs> all silver since yeah. he was about 50. So Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. And then we're going to make fun of you. Yes, I will be mature. <laughs> Absolutely. I need to tell More Chris, than normal. Crystal that, uh, that, that silver fox. That's the, <laughs> feel free to call me the silver fox, Crystal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, we have to hey, go, Jay. Hey, hey got, thanks for joining us for one more thing. We'll see you next time. Later.